The incident happened a few years ago when I was working as a part-time employee at a 7-Eleven store. Even though it's now all in my past, I still can't forget what happened that day. It was the most horrifying experience in my life. Late in the season of that year, I was looking for a part-time job. After a while, I accepted a night shift offer at a local 7-Eleven store. Milo was one of my co-workers that shared the same shift. He was not so friendly. After working with him for many days, I got the feeling that he was trying to hide some dark secrets. That day, I worked at the store alone. Moments later, a girl entered the store. Hello, welcome to 7-Eleven. Excuse me, may I use the restroom here? The guest's restroom was under maintenance, so I told her to use the staff restroom. After a while, she returned with a pale face, as if she had seen something extremely horrible. Are you okay? I think there's something in the restroom. Excuse me? I heard a strange noise. I thought there was a, a ghost. What? So I went with her to the restroom to check, but there was nothing inside. I tried pressing the flush. Hmm, there was a very strange sound. I pressed it again, and this time, it scared me. Perhaps there's something down there. I bent down to take a closer look. Gosh, this really made me sick and disgusted. But the guest insisted that there was something inside. So I had no choice but to put my hand in to check. And I felt something. It was a secret camera that was as small as a fingernail? But that was not the worst thing. I discovered the camera had a wire connected to something else. I followed the line and found four other cameras put in hidden places in the restroom. And their wires led to the other side of the wall. Over there was the warehouse, and the only one who held the key to that house was Milo. I finally figured all of this out. He had secretly placed a camera in the store's restroom. His disgusting behavior gave me chills. I couldn't believe he was such a psychopath. You sick bastard! So the girl and I decided to call the police. After they arrived... The police discovered the computer that Milo used to connect to the hidden cameras. There were many video clips of employees, including me, and customers. We immediately vomited <coughs> after seeing those clips. Milo was arrested right away. He kept denying his crime, but they presented those clips as evidence against him. The store manager was extremely angry after knowing that. He kicked him out of the store immediately. It wasn't me. I swear, I was framed. Even when he was arrested, Milo still tried to explain. It wasn't me. I didn't do anything. Don't deny it. I found them myself. You have to pay for it. I was framed. Let me out. Melanie, I'll kill you. 
Despite Milo's pleas, I was adamant that he was the guilty one. A month has passed since that day. The hidden camera story reminded me to be more alert of perverts. At times, I remembered Milo's hostile gaze and I felt minor goosebumps. Now, every time I used the bathroom, I looked around at least once to make sure there weren't any cameras. Milo? I was surprised when I saw him standing right in front of me. He looked rough and creepy. I could feel he was very angry. You ruined my life. I lost my job because of you. What are you saying? What you did was a crime. I told you, I didn't do it. But you didn't care. You put me in jail. It was so hurtful. I lost my job and my house. I lost it all. You have to pay for it. Milo, just calm down. We can put this back together. No. You must pay with your life right now. That's the only way. Milo snorted like a beast. His bloodshot eyes looked straight at me. His teeth gritted. I panicked when looking at those eyes. At this moment, I knew everything would drive him crazy. But if I didn't do anything, I would be dead. Milo rushed towards me with a sharp knife. I stepped back in fear, and fortunately, the knife didn't touch my skin. I struggled with him, but he was strong as hell. He punched me so hard that I fell to the ground. I was begging him, but he held up the knife. <laughs> Goodbye, Melanie! Ah! When Milo was painfully backing away, I immediately ran away. Luckily, when I ran out, the police had just arrived and I was saved in time. Milo was arrested by the police again while I was still shivering in the store. While getting myself back, I noticed that there was a flashing red light in the potted plant in the corner of the wall. I squinted and realized it was another hidden camera. Exhausting day. There was a groan from somewhere outside the store. Lucy cautiously peeked out to see. It was a ragged homeless man. He was staring at the frozen meat counter. His mouth was drooling. His bloodshot eyes were wide open. His hands slid across the glass, which made a creaking sound. Lucy timidly asked, Sir, how can I help you? But he didn't say a word just let out annoying, heavy breathing. Looking at the thin man, Lucy sighed softly. He must have been starving for a long time. There was brief news on TV about some apartment break-ins in the area. 
but Lucy didn't care much because the apartment complex she lived in had the best security. Suddenly, Lucy received a text from her roommate saying that she wouldn't be home and telling Lucy to lock the door carefully. Never mind. Enjoy the night. Lucy put the phone down on the table and looked up at the clock on the wall. The shift was finally over. She locked the door to check the goods before the next shift coworker arrived. Holding up a cold piece of meat, Lucy was startled by a strange noise. She turned around to find that the homeless man was still there. He licked his lips and smiled at Lucy. And he kept banging his head on the front door like crazy. She staggered backward and slumped under the counter while the bangs grew louder until she heard the sound of a key being put into the lock and the door slightly open. Lucy quickly grabbed a pen from the counter and stood up. The person who just walked in was David, the co-worker on the next shift. What's wrong? David saw her panic and felt a little confused. Didn't... Didn't you see anyone at the door? No. Anyway, what the heck is this? Ew, that's disgusting. David looked at the glass, frowning slightly. Lucy shivered when she saw the stain, but it seemed like he had already left. The clock struck 12 o'clock, so Lucy hurriedly let David take over and quickly went out the door. She comforted herself with the thought that maybe it was just a weird customer at night. Just then on the street, there was almost no one passing by. She walked along the pavement under the yellow dim lights. Lucy heard the annoying rustle of slippers. She turned her head to squint at every corner of the empty street, but no one was there. So she continued to walk, but after a few steps, she stopped, still hearing footsteps whispering in her ears. She looked back. It was just herself on the road. She walked faster. The rustling appeared again, seemingly speeding up like her. This time it came along with a whistling sound. She could feel her heart pounding in her chest and sweat soaked her uniform. She kept walking without daring to look back. It's almost home. I will be fine. Lucy reassured herself, but couldn't stop her body from shaking uncontrollably. The sound of footsteps running after Lucy became louder and more urgent. She ran up the stairs, but she was so panicked that she tripped. She suppressed the pain, picked up her things, and ran as fast as possible. Finally, Lucy frantically put the key in the lock. Oh, no. Oh, no. The man was so close. Footsteps and rattling of the stairs drew nearer. The whistle echoed throughout the dark corridor. Please, please. She finally got the key in the lock. She turned the key, rushed into the house, and slammed the door. The man also rushed home at this time, only a split second before he was able to catch Lucy. She closed the door and locked it, then gasped for air, slid to the floor, and began to cry. Open the door, you little rat. Open it! The man banged on the door and shouted, his hand constantly tugging at the doorknob. Lucy was panic-stricken and stepped back. Suddenly, everything fell silent. Lucy raised her head, trying to crawl up to the peephole to look outside. Suddenly, he jumped out of nowhere to meet Lucy's eyes. Knowing he couldn't do anything here, the man licked the peephole on the door and left. 
When there was no sound anymore, Lucy shakingly cracked open her door and stared out. Hey! The pervert pressed his face to the cracked door, so close that his drool splashed on her. Lucy was frightened and stepped back. The crazy man turned the doorknob like crazy. Open the door! He shouted as he banged on the door. Lucy was shaking as she dialed the phone. It's 911. What's your emergency? Please, please help. Someone is trying to break into my house. Hold on. We're on the way. The man heard what Lucy was saying. He stopped pounding the door and left. Lucy leaned on the door, sobbing, her whole body trembling with such fear that she could barely move even a finger. A lot of people love to shop at Dollar Tree because it offers almost everything they need with reasonable prices. The only problem here is the staff. They are often arrogant and bad-mannered with the customers. But this particular Dollar Tree was so much different. The staff here seemed to be so friendly, somehow a little over-friendly. On his first day of working at Dollar Tree, Albert was assigned to tidy up the stalls, which was easy for beginners. After telling Albert about the rules, the manager reminded him to always smile whenever he saw customers. Albert was a nice staff member, following the rules strictly and smiling all the time. One day, while packing the goods, he was startled to see an arm on his shoulder... When he turned around, it was one of his co-workers at Dollar Tree. This guy looked so sleepless and terribly tired. Hey, have you seen Sam the manager anywhere? He asked. Albert said, The manager? He's at the counter. The guy didn't say thank you or anything. He just walked away. After a while, that guy came out of the manager's room... In his hand was a pack of gum, which he tore open a wrapper and ate a stick right away. Albert wasn't surprised to see that and just focused on his task. But after eating the gum, that guy's worn-out face was replaced with a happy, smiling one. Even when he was terribly scolded by a customer, he still showed that smiling face no matter what. The next morning... When Albert went to work, he went to see yesterday's co-worker and found out his name was Ron. Ron was now back to his everyday sad and sleepy face. While they were talking, manager Sam came in and asked Ron to come into the room to talk. After ten minutes, Ron came out with the bubblegum in his hand and quickly ate it. Then he immediately changed into a happy employee with a weird smile on his face. He smiled like that all day, which made Albert feel uncomfortable (laughs) and annoyed. In the next few days, Ron went into the management office every morning and came out with a big, wide, and somewhat weird and creepy grin on his face, 
Ron acted more and more strangely, his smile growing more and more creepy instead of friendly. It was like he was forced to smile instead of voluntarily smiling. Now Albert felt something was wrong about his co-worker. What made him become like that? Albert went to the trash can where Ron dumped his garbage. It was full of pink candy wrappers. He picked one of them up and read the label. Smile gum. What the hell is this? People came and went. Even Ron said he would quit Dollar Tree soon. Albert had to work up to 14 hours a day for many days in a row. Today, he went to work with a tired and lifeless face. When a customer asked, he reluctantly answered them. Sometimes he even got angry with customers. Manager Sam soon realized what was happening, so he called him into the management room. When hearing he had to see Sam, Albert ran to the bathroom and washed his face. Damn it! I need to wake up! <laughs> Suddenly the manager appeared behind him. You don't have to work so hard. Here, just eat one. You will be sober. Then the manager gave Albert a piece of gum. He turned his head and looked at the manager with a suspicious expression. What's in that thing? Oh, nothing at all. It's just as effective as coffee. I, I don't think I need it said Albert, about to leave the bathroom. But when he grabbed the doorknob, he discovered it was locked. Hey, what's wrong with this door? You can't meet the customers with that terrible attitude. Sam slowly walked over to Albert. You have to eat it. He held out the candy in front of Albert. Albert shook his head. No, no! The manager now completely changed his attitude. He angrily pushed Albert no. into the door. No. I won't let you out of here if you don't eat this candy. Albert was struggling. He tried to get out of the way. But Sam was so strong that he couldn't resist. Slowly, he squeezed the employee's mouth and pushed the gum into it. If you behaved well, I wouldn't have to work this hard. Albert fell to his knees, coughed repeatedly, and reached into his throat, but could not pull that thing out. After a while, he stopped trying to pull it out. He slowly straightened up, now with the same freaky smile as Ron's. Ah, very well. Now you can get back to work. <laughs> Since then... Albert has become another Ron. Every morning, he and the other employees go into the management room, receive the smile gum, and come back with a bright smile, somehow so industrial and creepy, to receive customers. <laughs>